I know I'm a king, that's why I drink crown. Yo, welcome to Conversations. I am Devin Boyd, a.k.a. Lyrical Instrumentalist. Last week I went on a whole rant with these a.k.a.s, but I'm not doing that this time. Um, Let me um, introduce y'all to a new guest we have that hasn't been on our show yet, but y'all heard stories of him on previous podcasts. We have um, Jay the Warlock. What's going on, man? What's up? It's Jay the Warlock, a.k.a. Real Nigga Tarot on Instagram. Follow me on there. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, I want to bring you on the show because I... Let me, let me just go to... We do decompress. How you doing? How you been doing? You been doing good and everything in life? I've been good. That feels <laughs> good. Yeah, I want to bring you on because I know last week, you know, we were just jamming out to music and uh, producing some stuff. And you... We, I don't know how we even got on the topic, but we were just talking about just, um, just being black males in America. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, you know, we were having like a little discussion there. And I was like, man, this would be a good, a good topic. Uh, for the next episode on this on conversations because i'm like i know on one of my previous podcasts i, I kind of like talked about it a little bit but i don't think people really understand the black male struggle um i mean you kind of hear about it, you see it in the movies you know a lot of people know about different things that have happened but i don't think people really understand the black male struggle i mean you know, who better else to tell it than Black males. males. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I was like, yeah, I definitely want to uh, bring that up. But then at the same time, I also want to, you know, see how we can figure out ways where we can, um, if that's even possible, to, to make our situations better. Um, yeah, I basically want to have this open dialogue with you about that. Um, yeah. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> but yeah, I do thank you for coming on the show. Um, yeah, like I said, in 2019, I'm trying to have more guests, so thank you, just in advance. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. How long have you been black in America? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling people that. Right. They'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, like, I know I know we have conversation discussions. I know, like, me, um, like, I mean, I think I was telling you the story how, or just the fact that walking outside um it's it's scary sometimes just being a black male and i feel like and this i don't have no statistics proving none of this because i feel some statistics are aren't even accurate but i feel like the black male is one of the most if not the most feared being on the planet right. and even if the statistics um are accurate I mean, you still don't know better than me who, like, lives this life every day. So, like, you mentioned movies, and just like that, I think even seeing that, you don't get a feel for what it really is Mm -hmm. because those are isolated incidents and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, stories retold, but you don't know the everyday um, struggle of walking out your house being a black male. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because... And every time you say that, like, we're one most feared. Because you got to think, like, just driving, right? Everybody, most, every demographic or race drives. So, if if a Middle Eastern person, for one Middle Eastern people, for one, I, have to, I always want to say this, for Middle Eastern people listening, did y'all agree on the word Middle Eastern? Did you agree that <laughs> that's what you wanted to be called? Right. Because, I mean, you have your own countries. Now it's like y'all group into it anyways <laughs> but like middle eastern people like 
for the most part, and I'm not being racist, but they're only feared when you see them on planes. Right. So, you know, when you see them just average, you know, walking anywhere, um, people might have their little thoughts, but they're not so much feared. You might, the, the individual might be thinking racist stuff like, oh, this jihad, this terrorist, and blah, blah, mm-hmm. You might think that kind of stuff, but you're not necessarily feared. Right. Or you're not fearing them at that point. People don't call the police on them just because they're walking d- d- down exactly. the street. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then even Mexicans, and you know, all the Mexicans, all the different kinds of Mexicans. Mm-hmm. In this country, if you're Hispanic, you're Mexican. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. But for the most part, with them, they kind of get it a little bit, but more so, at least at, especially at, during this time, it's more of a deportation thing. Mm-hmm. Are you an illegal immigrant? or right. You know, but it's not so much... Um, People are fearing them. Right, the flat out fear. Right. It's just you're just like, oh, is this person illegal? And the only time they really even fear Mexicans is if they think about my job's gonna be taken. They're taken. Okay. All right. right. <laughs> <That thing laughs> but again, like so they're not feared and, and that you know, any other demographic of people, they're not just generally just fear, but right. black people, especially black males, when you see a black male walking down the street, even some black people have the same kind of response, you exactly. know what I mean? But like when you see another black male or a black male walking down the street, um, people's their demeanor changes mm-hmm. until you see that. Oh, okay. Oh, they're not one of those. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I don't think people think about that because even I know I've talked to like um, just black people from other countries and they didn't realize how like. How bad it was mm-hmm. over here for just black people period but for black males like it's it's a it's bad mm-hmm. I've, I've talked to people from other black people from other countries who didn't know how bad it was and then i've talked to others that only see the stereo stereotypical uh black person but especially black male on tv and so they thought it was really like that when they got over here right and and <laughs> Yeah, like the other, the crazy thing is, um, we have the same kind of perception of our other black peoples overseas too. Some of us, you know, we right. have that that different perception. Because honestly, like I'm saying, black in America, because that's what I, you know, I experienced. But I don't know how bad it is for black males mm-hmm. in other countries too. But I do know, um, even black American males in other countries, we can get it uh, just as bad um, right. because we look like possibly the black people that are over there that they don't like or and we got the double where some people from other countries don't like Americans mm-hmm. so it's like we're American and we're the black Americans exactly. who are the the bad ones over there right. so it's like wow <laughs> so like I was like and then yeah I made note of like yeah other minorities don't really get that you can see other you know demographic of people walking down Asians or whomever mm-hmm. and you know you don't no one has that fear but you'll talk to people who won't recognize like you'll tell somebody that and they're like no that's not true but the average person again just average person and mainly talking about people outside of you know black male black, right. the black race will look at us and start to develop fear and from fear that triggers everything else right have you ever experienced something like that yeah a few times um like growing up but even now sometimes uh just funny things that happen like being in a grocery store and you're wearing uh earphones Mm -hmm. and um you know 
I'm on the phone, but I have earphones in, so I'm talking. And it wasn't that this man was like, what? Like, thinking I'm talking to him. It right. was the look on his face. It was terror. Like, it made me <laughs> laugh because he, he looked so scared that I said something to him. Right. I was like, that, that's weird. I'm not even saying that he's racist, but the fact that other people don't have to think about if that's what it was or not. Right. It's just like, I don't know what was wrong with that guy, but this, this, I have to think about it because it puts me in danger when he thought I said something to him. He could be racist. This can, this can get out of hand just right. like that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Nobody else has to think about that. Right. <laughs> right. I remember being in like grocery stores as a kid and um, again, just like a, a big grocery store. It's not like you're in a small, convenient mom and pop kind of store. Where, you know, people, you know, I understand you kind of get a little bit more. I say I can understand, but I don't. But, you know, just trying to, you know, mm-hmm. give people the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, but in a big grocery store, like, it's like, why am I being followed around? Mm-hmm. You, you see it, you know, mm-hmm. even though, like, as an adult, I haven't seen that as much. But, like, as a kid, it's like, why am I being followed around? Like, I can come into this store. Mm-hmm. And, but. And people are like, well, no, it's just because, you know, you're young and tough. Okay, but what about this young kid over here? Right. Like, did you really follow that person around? Mm-hmm. Or did you immediately scope me out coming in? And then, you know, and then people will say stuff like, well, I don't see color. No, like, <laughs> the thing is, you you saw me walk into the store right. and you're treating me different. Mm-hmm. Whether you, you might not even be racist, mm-hmm. but when you saw me, something in, in your spirit said, follow that kid right versus this one over here and then that oh uh i don't see colored thing it's like again you know good to be you you know what i mean that's 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 also a privilege right i have no choice <laughs> everywhere i go like you know what i mean when i drive i gotta make sure you know what i mean i can't even lean back in my seat too far you know cause, right because <laughs> this is for real the gangster lean right and <laughs> i saw a uh, Three young men all dressed alike, and I thought about those days, like you know when you do that, mm-hmm. and you, you know everybody got on the same type of jacket, right? And stuff like that, and it made me smile. But then right after that, I thought about how when things happen, and it's those three, they say it was gang related. They were right. all wearing the same thing, right? <laughs> anything can be misunderstood, misunderstood, and I do air quotes when I say that, just yeah. because it's why is it so easy to misunderstand us? Like anything that happens could be a misunderstanding. Right. Easy. I mean, that it? complex. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but then it's like I I try not to think that way, but when when I don't and something happens, I'm like, see, this is mm-hmm. why I have to always keep my guard up. And it's funny when you're saying like. Like driving and like can't lean your, your your seat back too far, right? Like sometimes I don't even. I think we talked about this. I I can't even wear a hoodie in my own car. Right. Like this is my car. Mm-hmm. It's cold as shit outside. And then so I leave out of my house. I'm like, oh, it's cold. Let me put my hoodie on, because the purpose of a hoodie is to basically so you can mm-hmm. be warm. So I put my hoodie on inside my house mm-hmm. to go into the cold. And even then, you're kind of like, okay, but, you know, from my apartment to my car, it's <laughs> exactly. not a long drive or a walk. But then it's like when I get in my car and I'm leaving out the apartment, so I'm like, now I'm starting to take my hoodie off. I'm like, but it's cold. Right. <laughs> like, you'd like to wait for the car to, uh, to warm up before you take it off, but you can't just be driving down the street with a hoodie right. on. But, you. <laughs> like, you'll see it, and it's crazy. you see, like, in movies. I mean, you see, like, white guys 
jogging and stuff in their hoodies and all that all the time. Mm-hmm. But then it's like it's no, it's no, it's no thing. Yeah. Because even like one of my coworkers, I remember seeing him. He had his hoodie on, like the same way I wear my hoodie. Sometimes I have like a beanie on and the hoodie over that. Mm-hmm. Like I saw him walking like that, and I thought to myself, if me and you were walking down the street. Not necessarily together, but just in the same area. Mm-hmm. Truth be told, I'm going to look like the suspicious one. Mm-hmm. And he might be the criminal. You know what I mean? Right. But it's like, I'm going to be the one that's going to be the suspicious one. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to be that. Right. <laughs> Even um, I thought about, so I used to work in retail. And one time my manager and I, and he was a Hispanic guy. We got into it over the phone because I decided I wasn't coming in. Mm. And even though I did put him in check, didn't curse, maybe raise my voice, but everything was work-related. It wasn't anything right. too crazy. And so when I did come back to work, he was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, yeah. You know, that was yesterday, so right, right. I'm not tripping off of that. But it made me laugh that he said he, he apologized and accepted his apology. And then he said... Um, yeah, so you don't have to get your gun, and and I was like, yeah, I never said that. And he was like, I, I could have sworn you said. That. I was like, really? Oh, so I was, wow. I was laughing so hard. I was like, you you, you might want to check that. He was like, I, I oh, I, I don't mean to offend you. You may not mean to, but you digging wow. yourself in a in a hole here. <laughs> but that's something that and at that time I was about eighteen or nineteen years old. You know what I mean? Like a kid, and this wow. man in his forties, like what? You know what I mean? Just I just I've seen things like that so many times. It's like oh, I see how wow. it works. <laughs> I could have sworn you said that. Like, I could have sworn you said what? that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. Because if that's what I was gonna do, I would have told you that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I'm just gonna be, and then I'm gonna come up here, like, yeah, man. Right. But yeah, like he said, I could have sworn you said that. And okay, let's say that's what you heard. Is that how you usually handle that? You you wait till the person who threatened to kill you gets to you. You say, "Hey, can I talk to you?" Uh, that's weird, but if that's what you say, I can't I can't prove you wrong. Maybe that's what you thought. Right. Uh, I know you you're gonna kill me. Um, can we like wait? Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Can you just go ahead and not do that? <laughs> like you both. I mean, right. but if you right. if you if that's how you like exactly if that's how you handle that yeah, thing. You a bad mother. <laughs> right. like, wow. Yeah. It's funny you bring up retail because I remember um, when I was working at Walmart, it was around um, Hurricane Katrina. Um, we had refugees that came to my store. It's like refugees. But anyways, I ain't going to go on that rant. But yeah, we had um, you know people who came from home uh, come to the store that were working there temporarily. And I remember this lady, um, I was about to say her name. <laughs> But I could say your name, and it probably won't make a difference. <laughs> but I'm not. But if, as long as I don't say her last name, it doesn't really matter, right? I think. <laughs> well, her name was the same as mine. <laughs> but no, but like, um, I remember, I, I actually don't care because this is fact, and my store manager shouldn't have did that. I won't say my store manager's name, but like again, we had some people who came to our store so it was a lady named Devin who was also from New Orleans. I don't know why I just said that. I just said Katrina. <laughs> but anyways, 
But um, basically, she worked at Walmart in New Orleans before. Um, so we had people that were working there at the store who, you know, it was, it was temporary. Um, but she actually worked at Walmart, you know, before the storm. So she actually was trying to talk to the store manager about, about being transferred there. And um, basically, the store manager basically kept avoiding her and um, basically just kept avoiding her and, like, neglecting, like, acting like, you know, I'm busy and blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. So, bad enough, she are, her home is gone. And then she's coming to this little small town, Wiley, Texas. Mm-hmm. I have another issue with them. But, you know, you come out to this little small town, so it's like it's a culture shock. I lost my home. This is, I, I'm, in, I'm in a bad situation. I'm pissed already. But then it's like, okay, great, I get to work. Oh, but now I can't work because now you got to... Um, this temporary thing is about to be up soon and this store needs help but then you don't want to let me get transferred here so yeah I'm going to be mad because like my livelihood is is being really affected right now and you're in a position that you can help me but you're not and you're not even giving me a reason to Mm -hmm. so yeah she's mad so she comes up to the store and she's like talking to me and she's heated now, she might have used some curse words here and there, but she's mad. She was like, she's like, Devin, I'm so pissed. Like, you know, this lady won't let me move over here and blah, blah, blah. You know, she's venting to me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, is she even here? Like, I was like, no, she ain't even came in yet. And she, so she's just mad. So I'm like, and she was like, well, okay, well, I'll try to probably come back later or something. And that was that. So later that day, they're asking me to write a statement. Well, did you, did you hear Devin say that um, she was going to shoot? You know, the store manager. I was like, what? <laughs> well, you know, I was like, who said that? Well, it's not a matter who said it. Yes, it <laughs> is. Because y'all just now, even though, of course, Devin's not a black male, but that's just that kind of what you just said. Like, where are you getting this information mm-hmm. from? She said nothing about shooting anybody. Right. Like, there's... Because if, if she did, I'm like, hey, hey okay. Right. So it's like... Right. It would have made me uncomfortable. I would have had this. Right. Like, something. hey, don't... And then you yelling it like, hey, this, this hey, <laughs> make Can't me be an accessory, accessory. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, like, like she, she didn't even hint around killing the lady. You know what right. I mean? She didn't, there was no, she was just mad, but right. she said nothing threatening. But I'm like, so then y'all went all the way, right? About bringing a gun and killing. And who said that? <laughs> so like, they still never told me. But I'm like, okay, like, right? Like, where did this come from? And I mentioned Wiley. Um, there's a little town um, a little north of Wiley called Murphy, Texas. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm saying these cities specifically, you know, because I don't care because this is, yeah, I did this to me. But when I lived in Wiley, I used to get um, follow home. So, I, like I said, I worked at Walmart, and the, where the store was located it was kind of like further out there. Mm-hmm. And um, there'd be times there's this one little gas station. Um, can't remember the street name now but like it was like a 7-eleven i passed that because i kind of went down this little back way um to get to my house but i pa- it was a couple times i passed it and there'd be like the the wiley police suv sitting in the the parking lot mm-hmm. and like you could see them kind of like okay like they were chilling whatever they were doing but for whatever reason when i passed i'm not speeding not doing nothing right that's when they want to leave out the parking lot mm-hmm. so it was two occasions once one of them, like, I just saw them, like, gradually come out of the parking lot. I'm like, okay, whatever. 
They could have that they might have been already about to leave. Right. But they were like riding real close. Mm. I'm like, okay. I'm not trying to be paranoid, but y'all riding real close. And it's just us two on the road. Right. You you can go around. There's no first of all, you're tailgating. That's your law. It's it's illegal. Right. So why are you riding this close? So another time, you know, then after a while, like they, you know, they're just following me almost to my house. They're following me almost from mm-hmm. that gas station in my house park, another mile from there. Mm-hmm. So you follow me like half a mile. Right. Why? I don't know. It wasn't my car because I had a Saturn. A four-door Saturn, cause you, so you can't say my car looked like some right. thug car, a gangster car. It was a fat, you know, like my car is the most, it was very not intimidating at all. Right. <laughs> if anything, like, <laughs> you think I'm just a witness to everything or something like that. Right. My windows weren't even tinted. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing suspicious about my car. Right. So you can't try to... Um, yeah, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can really just blame it on. Right, so you have to have just seen me. Mm-hmm. So then, like to the second time, the one of the SUVs actually sped out the parking lot, like enough to where I can tell, like you, like oh, like right. I can hear your engine like revving up to um to rush out the parking right. lot. So and then at that time, again doing the same thing, riding real close behind me, having their brights on. Like, what do you? So it's like. Do you do that to everybody who comes through, through this way? Right. And, you know, some people be like, well, you know, that could happen to anybody. But does it, though? <laughs> that's the that's the thing. <laughs> does it. Right. Does it. And there was another time in Murphy, like the little town I was talking about. Um, I was actually falling asleep at the road. So I was in the wrong. And because of that, then I was kind of, I ended up kind of speeding. You know, because my foot got heavy on the gas. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying that. Pull me over because I need to be. Write me a ticket because, yeah, like, I broke the law, sped. I don't think I ran a light, but I was speeding and reckless endangerment, whatever. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that. Cool. Pull me over. He's like, hey, you know, you know you're speeding. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sleepy, whatever. I'm not getting hostile, nothing. I'm like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even about to argue with you, sir. Like, but so, you know. Granted, it's cold that day. So I rolled my windows down, of course, because, you know, that's how you have to communicate through the police. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, it's cold. So I'm just sitting there, like, waiting, because I'm like, okay, you need to hurry up. So then he comes back, and he's like, um, is that marijuana I smell? So, granted, I told you I was kind of sleepy, but now, at this point, okay, now I'm wide awake. Right. I was like, uh, no, sir. And he's like, uh, you know, I've been, I've been in the narcotics field for a long time, and, you know, I basically... I know what marijuana smells like. I was like, okay. Um, you probably knew better than me. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking it might be you. Right. But I'm like, um, thing must, because then at this time I had long dreadlocks too. Mm. So I'm like, you now you're straight up judging me. Because mm. granted, yeah, I know people who smoke weed. I wasn't around any of them. So right. it's not on my person. And I'm a smart person. So it's cold outside. So your smell isn't as strong. Mm-hmm. So for one, I'm not around it. I think I was around somebody who was smoking cigarettes. And I might have had that in my hair a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like I said, a little bit to only I can smell it because my hair is right there on my face. Right. But it's not like it's in my car. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's cigarettes. All right. I said it was cold outside, so there's no way he could really 
even smell the, the possible cigarette smoke in my hair. So I'm like, um, I was like, no, sir. You know, then he kept rambling on like, well, you know, I've been narcotics filled for this amount of years and something. I was like, okay. So I was like, do you want to search my car? And he was like, super surprised. And he was like, yeah. Like, so I guess he must have thought like, oh, this nigga's real high. He's going to let me search it. I was like, okay. If I'm like letting him, I was like, I do have a knife right there that I usually carry, you know, so don't try to, it's mm-hmm. right there. I pointed it out to you. Right. <laughs> and I don't have it on me. It's in the car. He's like, okay. So he's like searching around. I was like, go ahead, check the glove box. Like, check it. Like, do your search. Right. But I'm looking at you. <laughs> so I was like, he's like, well, you know, I smell it. You know, I don't see anything. I was like, you want to search my trunk? He's like, yeah. Like, you must really think. <laughs> right. That's like, crazy. Search my trunk. So I'm just like looking. I'm like, like, you find something? He's like, no. I was like, because like I said, sir, like, I don't smoke. I'm not around anybody who smokes. I don't know anybody, which I did. But I was like, I don't know anybody who does. <laughs> like, like, so. He's like, well, I've been, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm tired of you saying it. Like, right. again, and I, I, and I went down to the police station the next day, tried to file a complaint, and the chief, who's also white, he says, um, again, I just said nothing about racism, because really, I mean, of course I'm thinking it, but I'm like, really, your officer just accused me of something, mm-hmm. which is a major offense, and now, how many people is he doing that to, and then how many, how many? This situation could have been escalated because of this. Right. And then, of course, I would have been the one at fault because I'm being a hostile black man or whatever. So I'm like, I kept my cool. But at the same time, I don't know. If your officer is doing this kind of little minute petty stuff, mm-hmm. what else is he doing? And no one's filed complaints on this guy. Right. So I was like, let me be the one. So I go down there. I'm talking to the guy. I'm like, yeah, you know, I explain the story. You know, the, you know, your officer did this, this, and this or whatever. So he's like, well, well, he's been on narcotics. I'm like, please don't say that shit. And this is all in my head. I'm like, okay. You starting with that. No, he's been on narcotics thing too. Okay, whatever. Then somehow he mentions that like he goes to a church and, you know, it's a diverse church and, you know, he sits and knows good black people there or something and blah, blah, blah. So he doesn't tolerate racism. I was like, sir, I said nothing about racism. Right. He's like, well, I'm like, okay, sir. I didn't just let you know I said nothing about racism, but I'm like, I'm cool. Like, I'm right. fine. Like, don't worry about this no more. So I left. But I'm like, for one, that could have been an escalated situation. And thinking about stuff that's been happening in more, I'm saying more recent times, but it's always been happening, but that's just been publicized more because mm-hmm. we have social media and stuff. But I'm like, that, that situation could have escalated all because of, you know, and, and really, I would have the right to be mad, you know, madder than I was mm-hmm. because, like, you're accusing me of something. Now, if 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 I was to done that to you or anybody else, you know, and somebody else, you know, different situation, a different demographic of person in the car, and they got mad, you would have been like, hey, just calm down. But if I would have got mad, I ran the risk right. of getting beat, shot, backup being called, and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and it's crazy when we were saying Black Lives Matter was pissing me off when people were like, well, all lives matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're missing the point of why we're specifically saying it now. We're saying it more of, like, I'm like, hey, you know, we do this, we do this. Like, it's almost like a question, like, do black lives matter? And then we're like, well, yeah, black lives do matter. Because mm-hmm. we're, we're asking because it didn't seem like it, but then we're like, right. oh, yeah, black lives matter. And we're like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Black lives do matter. And then that's, like, the movement starts from there, but then people are like, well, cops' lives matter, too. 
animals lie. Okay. Right, but nobody's treating those lies as if they don't. <laughs> right. So that's why this needed to be said because everybody, yeah, everybody else seems to get that the rest of those lies matter, but not the black lies. So that's why that was a thing. That's why people were saying that. Right. But I'm, but I'm like, yeah, so I'm like, that whole Murphy, Texas experience, like I talk about that all the time. I'm like, this stuff happens every day. And like I said, that was a, a lesser case that happened to me, but it happens to all of us. Right. And like I said, you have short dreadlocks and like, you don't look like an intimidating person, but I'm saying that from a black male perspective, but like, I mean, I've seen some like dudes that's like, okay, this dude just look rough. And you know, you're a black dude like me, but like, okay, like, mm-hmm. but th- that dude is, could be the coolest person, but it's right. like, not judging him, but like, okay, I get, because you, you actually do look like the demographic of the people who are, you know, out here in the streets like that. Mm-hmm. And you might have used to be, but you're not anymore. So it's like, we can't just judge everybody. Right. But the fact that, yeah. Right. That doesn't stop it from happening. Right. Right. Because some people are like, even like, um, thinking of like what happened with Trayvon, people are like, well, you know, he shouldn't have, he dressed like, no, it's. The, somebody's article of clothing because what is who designed the article of clothing from the start right <laughs> <laughs> right it wasn't made for you no. right so right, basically and like then, and then like who designed it and then what, what was the purpose of that particular design and the function right which is what else could it be about right name you know name what it could be about you ever um find yourself um I know we talk about like you know removing your hoodie in, in your car, but you find yourself going places and actually doing stuff out of your comfort zone to basically satisfy the demographic of people around you. Um, it's most of like sometimes even going into a convenience store and nobody's at the counter making sure somebody sees me in a store before mm. you know what I mean? or making sure i see somebody in a store before they see me mm-hmm. just one i don't want to scare you you know um and i just don't want any confusion i don't want you mm-hmm. to see me late and yeah so right. he- hello like you know yeah. as soon as i walk in like hey i'm in here because yeah, i don't know who else is in here now right. you know yeah so yeah definitely <laughs> because why I would just like to, because obviously if you're away in the back or whatever you're probably watching the camera and you're probably doing something you need to do mm-hmm. and I don't need you right now I can really shop but because I don't feel comfortable being by myself in here and right. did you see me later let me make sure you see me and I see you before I move past this door right but I wonder are the clerks white that you see or does it even matter and that's what I was about to say not all the time, mm-hmm. but um, it it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Do you, you get the same thing from everybody? Oh, you feel everybody except us. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm not gonna say it's never been us, but not. You know, that's that's not mm-hmm. as common. Um, thinking about that though, um, the, the whole thing. Um, going to a gas station. It was late at night. I needed to use the ATM. So having issues with the ATM, it's mm-hmm. taking a while. And so the guy that was working behind the counter, he is getting ready to go and sweep outside. So he has the broom and the dustpan in his hand. So he's waiting. 
And so I'm using the ATM. And then he says, are you finished? So I told him no. <laughs> and there was a black lady in there. We started talking. He, he stepped out. We started talking. I was like, isn't that, am I tripping? Is that crazy right. that he would ask me that? Seeing that I'm still standing right here and I'm not about to leave. Right. She was like, no, uh, I saw the same thing. So I waited till he came back because I, I needed to break the 20. I just got out of the ATM. Right. But then I asked him, I was like, what, what made you ask me? If I was finished, when it didn't look like I was finished, and he said, reminded me of Minister Society. He said, "I just asked. I don't want any trouble. Well, well I'm not bringing you any trouble. <laughs> right. I'm just asking you a question. Like, it, I don't think it looked like I was finished using this ATM. So why did you ask me if I was? That's right. my only question. Right. So if you have an answer, you can answer me. If you don't feel like you have to, then don't. But where does I don't want any trouble come? Where's the trouble? Right. You know what I mean? So uh, it's just crazy how things like that happen. I don't feel like that would have happened to another person. Right. And and that's why I think people need to understand. And we're, I'm not like I said, we're not going on rants about, you know, and not saying stuff doesn't happen to other people and other demographics of people. But as a black male, I'm talking about me as a black right, male. So exactly. people can understand. I'm not talking about that. Right. right. What, what we go through. And this is a daily. And like I said, we're, we're just two individuals. And you know this happens frequently to all sorts of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hell, they used to fight us, you right. know, as, for sport. So they also helped, and they meaning white people, I'm just going to say it. And again, I'm not racist just because I said the word white people. Um, no, I, let me flip script. So people are like, well, it's, we got to stay PC politically correct. Who agreed? Like, what? Like, we call each other black people. Like, well, politically correct is African Americans. Like, who, right. who agreed on that? Granted, I get it. And why I does it keep it. changing, too? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm like, where was this meeting? Because I missed that meeting where the, the, the committee came together and decided, you know, for for people what they want to be called. Because I think I talked about this on another one. Like, people are like, well, you know, we'll call all Latin people Hispanics. I'm like, well, technically, <laughs> that's wrong, too. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, I haven't heard anybody correct me yet, but, like, is like Hispanic is like talking about more Spain. So, no, every person of, I'll say Latin descent, because still, I still don't know how to, whatever, but right. every person who speaks Spanish isn't, um, isn't, you know, Hispanic, right. so to speak, technically. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay. But, um, anyways, I don't remember what I was even talking about because I was going on a rant. But um, but yeah, that's that's crazy how he's gonna say, are, "Are you? Where's the trouble?" Or right? Yeah. Um, I just asked. I, I don't want any trouble. <laughs> what? I'm I'm not bringing you any trouble. I just I just asked. And, see, and then from there, then then he'd be like, "Hey, well, I'm just saying." So now then he'll start angering you, mm-hmm. and then like it's like, okay, sir, but like <laughs> that actually happened to me at work. Um, not even angering me, but um, and I. I'm, not denying that sometimes if I can get if I get excited about something, mm-hmm. um, will raise my voice. You know, right. there, you know there is passion behind what I'm saying. But right. I remember talking to someone at work, and she put her hands up and leaned back and was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, like <laughs> for, oh." For exhibit, y'all, he has both his left and right hand up, right. like don't shoot position. Exactly, <laughs> and lean back, like like what was going on was the scariest thing. First, you came to me with this. <laughs> Second. All I'm saying is work-related things. So what 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 gets really scary here about this job? Right. 
nothing, right? So how did you know? How did you think you needed to put your hands up and lean back? Right. Just because I'm answering the question that you asked me. Right. And I know I can talk quick, and I can use my hands when I talk. But at some point, you thought that I might strike you. Right. You know what I mean? And if you did, again, that's your problem. Right. Like, what what did I do that made you think that? Nobody else thought that, but you thought you right. were in danger. It, it's it's really weird having to be yourself right. around these other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then even that, it's like, with that, let's say that it went all the way to HR and all that. Like, you got to think, how did it get this far? Mm-hmm. And like, why do, why am I even in here? Why do I have to? always find myself in situations where I have to explain how this isn't a bad situation. But <laughs> even that, even like I said, you know, they'd be like, well, we're just saying because now, yeah. now they're, they're saying words to you. Like you weren't mad, mm-hmm. you weren't angry, but like you saying, you asked like, Hey, but why do you feel a lot? You know, but because you're asking questions, mm-hmm. they start, it's getting more fear and they start saying things that are now just triggering you you to now have a negative reaction to mm-hmm. it because it's like okay like now you're getting mad for real mm-hmm. so now once you get mad it's like now you're the, the hostile you're hostile right. now so now now it's an issue and now security's being called in there mm-hmm. you know all that kind of ridiculous stuff so it's right. like well, all this because of right nothing yeah and that's another thing um, a lot of times they operate out of their own fear and then when the situation is escalating, like I'm not escalated. It's just the situation, right. but it's all you. Everything like that, throwing your hands up and leaning back like that when <laughs> right. you ha- had no reason. And then saying, whoa, because you're angry. Then I say, I'm not angry. You say, you seem angry. Hmm. But I'm telling you, I'm not. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So wh- why are you looking for a reason to be scared? Right. You, okay. You were confused. I, I seem angry. I'm not angry. You seem angry. Well, apparently because you said that. So I, I just cleared that up for you. Yeah. But you're still heading down that path. Right. The he's angry like, path. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I thought you were angry. Okay. Exactly. But yeah, you're still. <laughs> yeah. It, it's crazy. Like, you don't really know where a situation is going to go with them um, until it's, it's already gone there. You mm-hmm. know, um, so many times, even in these videos, they keep surfing, surfacing. Um, when people try to get away from it in some kind of way, it's still getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how is that happening? You know? Right. <laughs> right. People are like, well, we've come so far, kind of, but mm-hmm. not really. But we I don't think we came that far. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What I was about to say, it's been hidden more and it's been um, repurposed almost. Mm. It's just been, because it, it's the same thing happening. It's just, okay, well, we can't call it slavery. We'll call it this. Right. Or we can't say it's racism, we'll call it this. Or we can't do this because that's racist, but we can kind of do this right. and it doesn't look like it. But it's like, it's the same stuff constantly happening. Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, unfortunately, the things that have happened to like Sandra Bland and like Trayvon and stuff like that has happened. But I'm actually glad that we did have social media and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff now because now more of that stuff can come to the front. And I'm glad there's more white people that, or just everybody really, but, you know, when people say racist, like, everybody always assumes black and white. Or, you <laughs> That's know, true. It's like, well, there's other people we can be racist about. But anyways, but, like, I'm glad there's more different kind of people that are 
I'm saying white people because it really comes mm-hmm. down between that us. system. Yeah, right. but like um, that, more of them are wanting to support what we do. I've seen some like in I never really went to any like marches with the Black Lives Matter or Civil Rights or any kind of like march, but I've seen like more you know of other races like white people in it, which is cool. So, but my thing is, I know a lot of them want to know how they can help. And I'm, my thing is um, to educate your own people. Right. So don't, you don't necessarily have to come to our marches and all that stuff and protest with us. Cause I, me personally, I'm against like a lot of protests and anyways and marching. Um, but like, you don't have to be there to show support, like educate your own people on things that you've experienced by going to the marches. Or things that you've seen, or things that you're knowledgeable about, knowledgeable about now, is like educate your own people in your own home. Start a campaign to do that. That way, um, that fear goes away. Because like I said, that fear, even just if you think about just you as an individual, things that you're you're actually fearful of, and the things that will how it changes you or how you react to it. If you're actually scared of something, mm-hmm. you know, like some people are afraid of heights, they'll panic and like they may actually injure themselves mm-hmm. because they're at a height level where as they, if they would have fell off, they might've been actually fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you, you, it turns to, I guess a fight or flight kind of thing. Like, right. you know, you see red cause you just, whatever this is, you don't want this. Right. Cause of that fear. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say in addition, um, it had me thinking. I'd be like just walking around the house and be having like thoughts in my head. Conversations in yeah. your head, right? <laughs> but, um, and this is how, this is a scenario that's going to sound far-fetched, but it's not. So being a black male, this is how it can go. I can be here in Austin, Texas. Um, and a white woman from Alabama. I've never been to Alabama ever. Don't really know anybody from Alabama. Not that I know of. I don't have any family out there. I never ever even, I don't recall ever passing through Alabama or talking to somebody that's in Alabama. You know what I mean? I have no no ties to Alabama. But some white lady who might be following me on Facebook and just saw my picture and um, can accuse me of raping her, right? And they'll come after me. And I'm like, uh... Because I'm a black male, they can come after me and they're immediately going to be, you know, kicking my door and tossing me around versus just knocking on my door like, hey, you know, just asking me questions. Right. Granted, no one, she just said I raped her. She didn't say I was a serial rapist. But then if, if that's the case, then I understand maybe kicking in my door, but still, no. But I'm just saying, like, she can be this lady who's I've never had contact with or whatever. And just because of the simple fact that she said it, my whole right. life can be ruined. Mm-hmm. Even though in the end of it, you know, it's like, oh, well, he didn't do it, like he said. But I can be throwing out all the facts. Like, well, I've never, like, I have no kind of link to Alabama. Well, she said you were there. Right. Well, I have all these alibis here at work that says I was here. Well, we still got to take you in. But I'm showing you the evidence right here. Like, you could talk to my coworkers. Like I work at this company. It's a big company, like right over here. Like, but well, we know we still. It's like okay, like but you have all of these facts. Like, right. 
these are concrete facts. But still, you're going to take me in, and then I'm going to lose my job. Right. And then, um, because I lost my job, I can't pay my rent, can't pay my bills. Now, you know, it trickles to me being homeless. Or, you know, I might get a little mediocre job. It's not paying as much, so. But now right. I'm just, I'm a pissed Basically off black changes, man. Changes my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, because I was all in the news and the media, now it's harder for me to get jobs just because people are like, well, we know you were, you right. know, off the hook, but, you know, I don't know. It's just bad business having, you know, so it's like, but if that would have been a white man, same scenario, mm-hmm. all that would have went, you know. Right. It might not have, but it, it could is it's more likely for it to exactly. go a different direction, and I don't think a lot of people um, see that. Right. Um, yeah. I know even my wife says like she used to be um, almost fearful like of us just going anywhere, just going to the store that we might not come back. Yeah, and that's, that's funny. You know, like I don't think uh, anybody else, if for no reason. Um, has that fear when they leave. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That they may not come back. Or even, just say, um, not just when they leave, but if you do get pulled over, that mm-hmm. um, some kind of way this can get out of hand. Uh, but it's something. Yeah, just getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. Just a normal traffic stop. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, real quick getting pulled over. I had a car that um, had some work done on it. Got a Den out of it, so it had these small holes on the side mm-hmm. where you know, like whatever they used to um, take the den out. But anyway, the police officer asked when I got pulled over, and he asked um, if those were bullet holes. <laughs> and I mean, it made me again made me laugh, but it's like, dang, I don't, I don't know if you would have asked any. Those are small holes, and I can't see what they look like bullet holes because they're, you know <laughs> right. what I mean, perfectly round. It, they don't look like bullet holes, but yeah. you asked that, and uh, it just made me laugh. That like, damn, that's that's crazy. That that's what I have to worry about. Like right. now, if my car got work done on it, and now I can't really feel safe driving it because somebody might think those are bullet holes, or <laughs> maybe, and right. because those might be bullet holes in your in your mind, then I may have some type of criminal association, mm-hmm. and that's that's means that's grounds enough to uh, to stop me. Right, just yeah. to ask me, hey, are those bullet holes? Yeah, we saw these bullet holes yeah. and things. We didn't know at the time. Oh, right. but they don't look like. But right. then, like you're saying, like, did, why are they just right here in this area? Right. It's like all these different questions that you would think. And like, it's like we're not even like trained investigators like that. But it's like mm-hmm. it just be the simple stuff. Like, exactly. well, why would they just be right here? I mean, I don't know. You know, I never shot up a car before, but it just. Right. It seemed like it would just be three little marks right here. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, I don't know. I I'm not no expert, but I, I just don't think that would be the case. Right. But it's crazy. Sometimes I even ride with my wallet like in this easy, reachable place. Mm-hmm. Like I don't ride with it in my pocket. Um, for those listening, I never have money, so <laughs> don't try to pull me over. <laughs> like, give me your money, man. Shoot, you might you might get a negative uh, credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you might get arrested because they're going to come after you. Right. <laughs> because you in debt now. You trying to take my personality. Right. But, um, yeah, sometimes I just have my wallet in a specific place. So I'm like, it's easy, reachable. I can easily point to it. But, like, right here, you know, there's my ID. There's been a couple times, like, uh, we talked about, like, 
having uh, hoodies and stuff on. I'm not going to say the company I work for currently. Um, but, like, you know, there was the emblem on, on one of, like, the uh, beanies I had. So I was like, well, it's like my head's cold. Well, let me put this on. So if I do get pulled over and I'm riding around in my in my car while it's cold mm-hmm. and want to wear a beanie, like, they'll see this emblem and, you know, it should be less intimidating. Right. Or, like, this hoodie has also the emblem on it. So, like, they'll see that and be like, oh, okay. Right. You know, this kind of people don't work over there. <laughs> but I'm like, man, I just can't wear my regular clothes that I purchased that looks nice because I got to worry about um, mm-hmm. other people, basically. I don't know. Like, if you talk about, <laughs> like, um, where you live and stuff. But living. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Just, but, don't, just don't say nobody's name. Right. But living out here. um, in Round Rock, Texas, I'm in a nice neighborhood. Like I never felt comfortable. I like to just take walks around the neighborhood, but I never just felt completely comfortable. One, just walking around a neighborhood. Right. Two, I see dogs off the leash, and I was thinking like, if something happened to where a dog was chasing me, like I'm getting too old to run from a dog. I have to right. put that dog down. And because I'm me, if that happened, I had to get into a fight with a dog. I would still be wrong some type of way. Right. So. With that being said, it's like, hey, we're not going to walk around here. We'll drive to a park away from here because I can't just walk around here and feel okay. But, yeah, exactly. The fact that we have to... It's already hard enough just being black because of what we look like, but then we have to go all out of our way just to be who we are, even though people don't like who we are. So it's like it's, it's a lot of work just being black, but being a black male... Like I've been saying, like, we're feared um, all the time. And mm-hmm. kind of like this is different scenarios, which is crazy. <laughs> like, you know, uh, are those bullet holes? Like, what? You know, right. like, the, but, but we get those kind of questions all the time. And that's what keeps us, again, keeps us paranoid. And we're not so much in fear, so to speak, but it's like, uh, I don't want to walk out my house just to experience that. Right. But then at the same time, it's like, I also don't feel like going all out of my way and put myself um, in an uncomfortable situation just because you're uncomfortable. Mm. Where you're uncomfortable in a situation that you shouldn't be uncomfortable in. Like, this kind of relationship shouldn't even be. Like, mm-hmm. you created this. Um, you created the hostile environment, um, right. basically. Yeah. But I was thinking like, well, yeah, I get that um, as a black man, as black males, yeah, there's certain, um, like, the having a pants sagging, that's not, okay. So I get it. Again, no, it doesn't warrant you being shot, but, okay, don't, don't dress like that. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, if you go into a store, you can dress how you dress, but no, you don't have to go in there loud and be like, yeah, man, these motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Right. Granted, it still doesn't warrant you being shot or whatever, but no, we don't have to do that. Um, if we do get pulled over, if you did do something, whether you were speeding or whatever the case, if it's a legit reason why you're getting pulled over, no, we don't have to be 
First of all, we shouldn't pu- try to pull the race car too fast. Which is really right. clearly like, you know. But, no, we don't have to get hostile or whatever. Even if he... Like like I said with the whole... When the cop pulled me over and said marijuana in the car. I don't have to get mad at that. I don't have to get, you know, irate or real angry at that situation. Mm-hmm. Granted, the steps I did were the good steps to do. Even though, in the end, it was pointless. But... Why not file a complaint? But like, uh, almost like don't let these people's words get to us so 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 quickly, because that's what they're already they already pulled us over because you know, yeah we might have been speeding, but yeah let me see if I can get them on some other stuff. But don't mm-hmm. let those you know those people's words um, trigger us to be the monkey that they want us to be, so they can, especially now that we're seeing that they're getting off. Uh, off, you know, not getting arrested or getting, um, that's what I'm looking for, prosecuted mm-hmm. for it. And, you know, they're being justified. So it's like, what would be the point of you getting mad just for them to, don't give them a reason to do what they're going to do anyways. Right. If they're going to do it, then let it just be blatant like right. he just sat there, you know. And that's why I think some of the cases um, where, the, you know, the, the cops were, actually you know terminate or whatever because you know we, we didn't show any aggression granted again when we do it doesn't warrant you know us being shot because somebody gets loud that doesn't mean they're threatening it doesn't right. mean that they're hostile or trying to come after you or whatever but that just reminded me of uh when you were saying uh in the car when i was a kid when i went to wiley high school yeah i said it um but yeah like I'm saying the school's name. Um, and this was a long time ago when I graduated, but um, if they have an issue, they should try to change this thing and make a change if it's a problem, right? But um, first day at the school, first of all, like I said, I had dreadlocks. And it was a predominantly white school, so of course I'm going to stand out. <laughs> Black male, primarily white school, dreadlocks. So it was like I got a couple things going against me. Um, so like my first day there, I was going up these stairs and this coach, and honestly, I'm not even sure if he was a coach, but I know he was some kind of teacher or somebody. Hmm. Um, but I think he was a coach and he was like, Hey, he's like, Hey, are you the new running back? So he kind of patted me on my back. and was like, Hey, are you going to be our new running back? So he was kind of like going up the stairs. Like, you know, I walked upstairs and he was like behind me. So he's kind of like sprinting up the stairs. It's like, he's kind of in a rush a little bit or whatever. Be like, you know, Pat's gonna be like, hey, man, I'm like, hey, are you gonna be our new running back? And he keeps going. The fact that you didn't stop. <laughs> it's one thing if, like, for some reason, again, trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, if some reason you heard that there was a new student who was gonna be the new running back, and you might have heard that he was an African American male, and you haven't seen me around, and you thought it was actually me. Right. But that's a deep story that I just had to, you know, make up. Right. But the fact that you didn't stop to actually let me even answer. And then you didn't really make eye contact. Like, there was, you literally just said that because <laughs> it's what I look like. Right. And you just kind of kept going with it. I'm like, hmm, okay. This, this is how we started off this, this school here. And then before that, in a different school, uh, I used to be in gymnastics. And me and my friend, uh, two black guys, 
we were, uh, I can't remember what school we went to one of these gymnastics meets. And, um, like, so me and him, you know, we were like re- rebel acrobatics, basically. But, you know, we went to, got in gymnastics just to basically just get better at doing flips that we did anyways. Mm. And then we both did capoeira, so it was just like, we're not trying to go be no pro gymnast. We just, we have needed physical PE credit and we like flipping around. So this is right. going to be easy. But anyways, like we're at one of these meets at some school, like a different school from ours. And, um, like, you know, we're, everybody's like warming up and stuff. So we're kind of off to the side. Yeah, everybody's warming up. Like we're off to the side, kind of like doing our little flips or whatever. Some like parent or somebody, he comes out of the stands from somewhere. I don't know where, but wherever he came from, like we saw where he went back to, but like we didn't even see him come down. But he's like, Yeah, man, I just want to tell you guys, it's just so awesome to see you guys out here and stuff. That first, we're thinking like, like maybe he's talking about our school or just you know, us. I don't know, like we weren't thinking no kind of nothing because it's just like it's so cool to see you guys out here, you know, it's really cool, you know. You know, you're not just playing like basketball or football or something. And he said some other stuff like on those lines. And we're right. like, okay. Then when he walked back, we kind of looked at each other like, like, did you, is that what, you heard the same thing I heard? Like, you came all the way out of your way to say that. And he might have actually been saying that genuinely. But I don't know, because it was just too random. And right. You, as far as I know, it was a dare. Somebody was like, look at those two black guys over there. Like, wow. <laughs> Let me go over and tell them something. Like, because mm. then, cause then it was another thing where you didn't stay long enough to, like, have a conversation with us about it. You didn't ask us, like, what made you get into gymnastics? You said what you said, and we kind of like, okay, and then you left. So, <laughs> really, what was your point? Right. And why, why should I think differently? <laughs> that's not the thing they always felt um people need to say things like that like i guess to come off like they're so progressive and mm-hmm. you know i'm all about you guys it can't be but <laughs> thank <Right>. you <laughs> but yeah like um like i said thank you for uh, coming to the conversations uh hopefully i can get you on some more uh podcasts but yeah i felt like to um people need to hear two black males um actually have this conversation and then two black males who don't have no record and all this kind of stuff. Not saying nothing to anybody who does, but just to to show that like it is it can reach any of us. Right. It's not a it's not limited to any any one of us black males. Right. It sucks. So for those listening, um, if you really want to help us, like I mentioned before, if you're not if you're not a black male, um educate your people if you really feel like if you agree with our struggle if you don't then um i don't share this respond to me ask us questions so you can understand like why we feel the way we do or why it is the way that it is it's not so much feeling but yeah that's just facts yeah man thank you so much thank you thank you for having me yeah so i'm gonna um, put this information y'all in uh on our conversations page to look up uh y'all can get a reading he's dope with it too i mentioned that before i just want to bring that back up (laughs) from key you know from uh i don't remember what episode it was but she 
I got a reading from you and um she was like, you know, that really like changed her life. So like right now she's doing all sorts of stuff. And um I know she last time her and I talked, she was like, It's still the struggle, but like she's doing what she needs to be yeah, doing. And like yeah, and like you, you help set her um I'm not gonna say you're just fully responsible right and put that all that pressure on you, but like you help her open her eyes to see what she needed to do, which is dope. Right. I'll say this. I don't want to uh, change the subject of this uh, podcast, but um, that's exactly what Tarot is. It's more like a roadmap, and I feel like she's feeling like that because now that you have a clear picture of where you're going, mm-hmm. you know that that struggle in between getting there is all a part of that journey, but you're ending up where you want it to end up. So you, um, it's easy for us to put work behind something that we know right. is uh, a possibility whether uh, rather than when we don't know what's on the other end mm-hmm. you don't just start paddling in the wrong direction because right. you might need that that energy <laughs> right so yeah that's definitely what it's, uh, it was supposed to do so I'm glad to hear that oh yeah shoot maybe that would be my next uh, episode <laughs> that means you have to come back so I can put that pressure on you I too. got you <laughs> But no, I do want to actually probably have another. Uh, it might not be the next one, um, but I do want to have a. Because um, you have some other readers that y- y'all. Mm-hmm. So maybe if I can get like maybe you and some some other ones, so so people can have a better understanding of that too. Cause like I said, that's kind of whole purpose of conversations to have right. these conversations about stuff like that that people are fearful of or just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Again, like I said, not trying to convince somebody on why they should get a reading or why they should believe this or that, right. but just. Just so you can understand it and don't walk around saying ignorant stuff. Right. Not um, basically passing something up and not being fully informed of right. uh, what it is. Because you may find out what it is and it still may not be for you. Mm-hmm. But there are others that haven't gone that route because they truly don't know what it is. Right. And once they find out, wish they had, uh, they had done it sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But yeah, exactly. Like I said, once they find out, then they can be like, oh no, I get it now. But no, I still don't want to, which is fine. So right. Yeah, man. All right, well, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to Conversations. I think I want to do the next one about being a black woman in America. I think it just kind of follows with this here to hear that um, deep perspective. Again, like on another one, we kind of briefly talked about it, but like hear the perspective of being a black woman in America because. Again, it's kind of hard. I know I, some people probably think, oh, he told us to talk about black stuff. But the reason why is because these are things in this country that are happening frequently, daily, constantly now um, that aren't being healed. And this is a this is one of like the foundations of this country. So it's constantly bleeding with racism and all this kind of stuff that's never being healed because it's never being it's not being addressed enough. I'm not going to say never like I'm an right. innovator, but like <laughs> it's not being addressed enough. So like it's hard for the country to heal and be, you know, be great again, mm-hmm. as we say. Oh, no, sorry. As they say. As they say. As he says. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, like I said, we got to We got to heal because um, I hear people always want to say a race war. I'm like, that's not going to happen ever. <laughs> and you know, but people try to spark different negative things like that. But so we can't let all that happen. We got to be a unified people. This is the United States of America. But right now, the states still seem separated. So if you really want to make America great again, let's all have these conversations and um, 
It's our bonding. Mm-hmm. And don't be. Let's, the fear that we should have is um, just uh, like a nervous fear where it's going to be, you know, the, the, the questions, the conversations we're going to have is just going to be challenging. That should be the only fear. Right. The fear shouldn't be like, well, after we talk, we're going to, he's going to try to shoot me. Like, no, we're not. <laughs> Or he's gonna try to lynch me because that'd be my thing, you know. Just kidding. <laughs> but um, but no, like yeah, we just need to have these these good conversations. That way we can all heal and grow. Right. All right, y'all. Peace. I know I'm a king. That's why I drink crown. I know I'm a king. That's why I drink crown. I know I know I'm a king. That's why I drink.